0: Trigger warnings for this episode include dead dogs, severed limbs, fighting, and a serial killer. Enjoy! Welcome to Amusement Parks, the theme park design show. I'm your host, Andrew Spawn, and with us today are David and Jordan from Shonen Flop. How's it going, guys? Hey, what's
1: up? Hey, it's really great to be here. Thank you so much for having us on the show, yeah. Mr. Uh, Spawn of Evil. Oh, thank you. Yeah, i never heard <laughs> uh, that one before.
2: <laughs> oh, I, thi-
1: David, oh, I oh, think... David, I think his name oh, is Bazinga.
2: Spontaneous.
0: Ooh, yes. It's right here, see? Well, that's like, my... Right? Yeah, social media handle, Spontaneous. But yes, it does sound like SPAWN, which, you know, as a comic book fan <laughs> in like the late 90s was pretty cool uh yeah oh
1: man it was a good mm-hmm. read
0: until the movie came out yeah that's true that's true oh man Um uh, but then i'm like no actually not like that it's like uh spelled differently spelled Should in a more have just, said Should have just said I it was just. i know it's like pronounced the same yeah
2: todd mcfarlane's uh spawn
0: yeah and my middle name is todd isn't that oh my god wow they really nailed me on that one why don't you go by todd spawn that Well, that's my father's name, so... You know. Oh, your dad is... Should, okay. Yeah, he should go by that. Uh, in fact, he does. And the weird thing is, he wears, like, floating chains around him and, like, a big cape all the time, too. Like, it's just Whoa. such a weird coincidence.
2: Yeah, and I'm assuming that, like, he was doing that before the comic even was written, you Yeah, know?
0: Yeah, no, he went to high school with Todd McFarland, and um, uh... he wore the same getup back then. That and he had, like, sense. these that green glowing sense. eyes. He's had surgery since then, it doesn't... Uh... They don't glow anymore, but they sure used to.
2: That's a shame. <laughs> you know, like it's. I'm um, I'm sorry that society made your dad take away the glow in his eyes.
0: Um, I have to confess something that that was not true. I was just fibbing what? trying to impress you guys. I was nervous about making new friends. And- I'm done. I'm leaving. Bye. <laughs> I'm not gonna record with a liar like this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and
2: uh, whatever. Yeah.
0: Uh. Well. So. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. I I thought it would be better to come clean about that. Um but now i just feel awkward and i don't know where to go oh it's okay that's the story of my life um <laughs> uh, but i've been listening to your guys podcast for a minute now it's fascinating i hope it was a good minute it's been a very good enjoyable minute um you're <laughs> at like close to 40 episodes by now right plus the chibi ones uh,
1: yeah we just had episode oh sorry i didn't mean to talk you're good i was handing it over um, to you oh well thank you uh picks up the mic drops it um no but yeah we just actually had episode 38 i believe on focus and you know the really the thing that surprises me is you really think you've hit like the bottom of the barrel in terms <laughs> of manga content and then you just find series that are just even worse you know like we really like Beast Children, we really thought this has gotta be as bad as Shonen Jump Manga gets, right, Jordan?
2: Yeah, at the time it was like, wow, this is shocking. And now like a over a year in, um, it's not really that shocking anymore that uh, Beast Children was yeah.
1: printed actually. <laughs> right. Yeah, we've we've read some really interesting chestnuts. Ooh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> and some of them are actually decent. Oh yeah, we yeah, we've read quite a few uh good ones. Oh yeah. Um
2: the week before this, I think was, uh, or no, 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 no. The one we're doing now
1: doesn't seem
2: so bad,
1: though. I've only done the, I've only read the first chapter so far. It's called Monster Tamer Girls. It's about cute girls that have a pet kaiju that they have to take yeah, care. of. Yeah,
2: they take care of it's it a like a horse, cool and they brush its face. I like it, but mm-hmm. you know, it's um it's only one of uh, 13 chapters i believe or is it more than that it seemed like a short series um it's like 12 chapters yeah I think.
1: yeah because yeah, we um we have a comic book writer on so he wasn't really well versed in manga so we were trying to find something new that would be like an easy yeah. read we're well, I, cool. I noticed
2: yesterday in looking it up that it was a sign-in series so now i'm a little worried but hmm you know <laughs> we'll do it we'll we'll, uh, we'll
0: cross that bridge when we come to it i guess yeah, I feel like most of the stuff in Shonen Jump is actually shonen. <laughs> it's kind of interesting.
2: Well, yeah. Well, this isn't in Shonen oh, well, Jump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> yep. So uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, the show's called Shonen Flop because you guys go over the the kind of canceled series. Yep. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's it's a fun thing like as an audience member just to hear about these series, and I like that it's kind of I like the fact that they're canceled because it's not like an ongoing thing where I have to like keep tuning in to learn more about the same series. It's like, you kind of get the whole series in one episode or like the first look plus the actual normal episode. But yeah, it's a, it's a cool format because you get to like, it's almost like reviewing a movie or something where it's like, yeah, this is the whole thing. One package. Boom. Here's our thoughts on the whole series. Um, And it's more, more digestible than like following along with the whole ongoing series, which can be an overwhelming thing about manga and anime too. Like, you know, one piece, the one piece problem or Naruto or whatever. It's like, yeah, there's just so much content. Same thing oh, with JoJos, yeah. really. <laughs> I'm i st- I'm still
2: not I still haven't finished Jojolian. I'm gonna like I'm I'm like halfway through Jojolian. So I am not mm-hmm. like um the ma- the massive JoJo stan in
1: this call right now. I believe that is David. <laughs> Did you say stan or stand? Hey, that's oh, that, that's that David
2: are. humor.
0: I I literally <laughs> thought <laughs> At one point, because um, the first time I heard people using the word Stan, it was like when I was a high school teacher and like my students were really cool and I assumed they were saying stand and I thought it was a JoJo's <laughs> reference, but turns out, no, they were saying Stan.
2: No, it's an even weird, it's an even weirder, older reference.
0: Mm-hmm. Not older than JoJo, <laughs> but older than the JoJo anime at least. Sure. That's a good point. Yeah. Equally nerdy, just in a different direction. Um, but yeah, it's a... Uh, JoJo's is a fascinating series. I have always been like peripherally aware of it. I think I pronounced that word right. Uh, what's your
1: guys' history with with that series? So I had always wanted to read it. And then it really got motivated once the anime started airing in, what was it, 2012? Mm-hmm. And so I followed that until I think part four. And then there's just a really crazy long delay after before part five is when I just really just read the whole thing. Um, And then I just caught up to Jojo Leon and then, you know, I just kind of been reading it in real time. So it was cool to actually be there for when a part ended for the first time.
2: And meanwhile, I do not read things in the correct order. Um, (laughs) I started reading uh, Jojo like, God, a long time ago, Um, It had to be like in high school and I I Yeah, I read parts 1 and 2, and then I was about to read 3, and it's like, I mean, I've seen, I mean, 3 is so ubiquitous, like, do I really want to keep watching 3? Like, I I had already, I had seen part of the OVA at that point, I think,
1: Hmm.
2: and, which rules, uh, and then, so I just jumped to 6, and I read Stone Ocean, um, and then after that I didn't read anything until people started talking about Jojo again, and then i just actually just watched all the anime and then i read <laughs> cool. 7 and do you eight. have a favorite uh, a favorite part like ooh um yeah. i mean i think that me and david are going to be united here and saying it's either 4 or 7
1: yeah yeah 4 and 7 are great let me see uh yeah so so it's a very common thing where if you ever see a person just giving a list of numbers and the numbers go from one to eight, they're probably doing jokes. Yeah, ones. and I think that was actually one of the first tweets I made on like the Shodan Flop account. So I'm trying to think right hmm. now. I'm gonna say four, seven. Eight. <laughs> yeah, four. What?
2: Nothing. I didn't say words. I just laughed.
1: Oh, I thought. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh man, okay, just off the dome We're going to say 4, 7, 2, 8 uh, 5, 6,
2: 3, 1 Okay, 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 let's see I'm going to do this And I'm not going to include 8 yet Although that might be close to, you know, to the top Based on like, how I've gotten so far But yeah, no, uh, let's see So it's going to probably be actually um 4, 7, mm, Two, six, three,
0: one, five. I hate Golden Wind.
1: Yeah, Golden Wind's just kind of a mess, but it's
0: better than six. If you say so. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Which one do you think people should start with if someone's never seen JoJo's before?
2: <laughs> it's so funny because any other series, you just say one, but with JoJo, Obviously. it's like a legitimate question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So it really depends. So if you're like, I am willing to look at, Taken so it's so essentially the series kind of soft reboot itself in part three yeah. and then hard reboot itself in part seven. So it's kind of like I kind of want to say seven just because seven's mature and you don't need to know anything because it's like a reboot, mm-hmm. but it's also like you should just suck it up and just go from part one, yeah. Like right. Part one and two are literally like one season long of anime.
2: Yeah, especially if you're talking if you're talking about the anime, honestly, just watch the whole thing from start from part one Yeah, if you're talking about the manga I think it's a more complicated question because part one Mm -hmm. is not half a half a season long. It is a full series and uh, It ends because Araki realized wow, this is going nowhere and I need to really (laughs) change this whole thing up Uh, If you're talking about reading you could start it too. Two's a lot of fun um (laughs)
1: <laughs> it does have the best JoJo. It
2: does. Joseph is the best JoJo. <laughs> he is. He absolutely is. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think either two or maybe three. You can kind of cool. start whenever, honestly.
1: Yeah, just roll a, just roll
2: an eight sided dice. I mean, honestly, you could just read part five out of context. It has nothing to do with anything else that happens in the oh, entire yeah. series.
0: That's not a bad idea. <laughs> know this is a super unique series but like can you uh tell us like kind of what you like in particular about jojo's bizarre adventure like why this series i mean it's bizarre it honestly has
2: a fitting title i mean like there's a uh there's like a plot point in part four where like in order to figure out where the main character is the uh, he has to keep or not the main character, it's actually Rohan. He has to keep a, keep an eye on the dog poop underneath... Uh, I don't remember,
1: David. I don't remember the dog incident in Part 4. I mean, I watched Part 4 like six years ago, but And it's really weird. But it's like...
2: I don't know, the grossness kind of... Is the weirdly cool part. Like, Part 7 has a ton of weird body horror. And just the logic behind some of the puzzles that happen with the stand powers is just the craziest
1: yeah and and by what jordan means by puzzles is essentially the way the series works is jojo up to part three people have powers like oh i can shoot fire i'm super strong and then it gets into much stranger abilities like for instance um part eight is and is pretty well known for having some very strange powers like one is this guy can control you if he's standing above you and you stand in a certain part he can take control of one of your limbs So you have to figure out how to stop him from taking control of all of your limbs. Yeah. Right, they are kind of puzzle-like. They're
0: so, like, intricate. It's like a complicated uh, game, like Magic the Gathering or something almost, where there's, like... Oh, I love Magic. This weird engine of how each power works and, like, what it can affect. And, yeah, it's a lot of uh, strategy to the combat. It's not just, like, raise your power level and hit the guy really hard. It's, like, you have to kind of think through things a lot. Well, they're, like... They're like shadow games from Yu-Gi-Oh, honestly.
2: Like if you ever saw season zero, it's like, um, yeah, it really is. Each, uh, each confrontation involves the bad guy more or less setting rules like you can't do this or else you will die uh, if you use this, uh, this kind of item, then I will be able to control it. And so that results in, like, some really weird twisted logic involving, like, involving, like, household utensils sometimes. Like, God, there's one part, there's one moment in part four, a Josuke, uh, like, punches through his mom's chest in order to put a, in order to catch a stand that can turn into water by forcing Mm -hmm. it into a water balloon
1: yes (laughs) well because what he did was um yeah so he did that or like in a similar so part four josuke i think is definitely my favorite stand ability where essentially he can fix objects with his stand um and so one was there he was like being chased and he had to fit a motorcycle through like he had to make a jump and so the motorcycle, he couldn't get lift, so what he did was he broke the motorcycle under him, so he would fly over and have the pieces go under the car, and then he rebuilt the motorcycle while he was still <laughs> in the air. That was probably definitely one of the best fights of JoJo. No, that
2: was cool. That was the Highway Star fight, right? Yeah,
1: it yeah. Was a great oh, one. Great song, Oh, too. yeah, that's
2: the other thing. Everything in JoJo is named after, like, a 70s or 80s song. Yeah. It rules. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but... Um, But I do want to point out, like, based on what David said, the thing is, there's a lot of logic in JoJo. There is a massive, there is, like, a very well-known YouTube video by Shuckmeister called, like, Times Iraqi Forgot, and then somebody (laughs) else got really mad and made a
1: debunking Times Iraqi Forgot. Mm. But then he made a video saying Times Iraqi actually forgot. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs) Huh. Yeah, it does seem like that his writing style and like the looseness of it is kind of what makes it so interesting. It's like, um, oh man, there's a word for that when like the narrative kind emerges. Oh, emergent gameplay or something like that, where it's like Mm. he has kind of like a playground, like a sandbox, and just like kind of random things kind of come and go and. They fit together in unexpected ways because you're like, oh, I didn't think this plus that was going to happen. In a way, it is kind of like Magic: The Gathering, I guess, where it's like mm-hmm. there's rules in the rule book, but that's not really what matters. What matters is what's on each card and how they interact with each other, and you can kind of build these combinations of of unexpected things and like kind of find loopholes, basically. And yeah, that seems to be a lot of the ways that the storytelling is so unique in that series. Is it's like. It's not obvious, you know, do not see it coming. Yeah, and uh, you don't know obvious. how the fights are going to end either.
1: Yeah, it's sometimes it's like in magic how you get monstrosities like manaless Dredge. Right. Which abuses the fact like the the rule where if you draw a card on your first turn you don't play anything, you can just discard a card and it's entirely based around using that obscure rule. Right. You can get yeah, so many of those weird things that are unexpected and like would
0: only emerge from like doing a booster draft or like or booster packs or whatever. It's like you wouldn't necessarily think to build that but like once you have these two disparate parts that don't seem like they go together sometimes you'd be like oh wait this and that can go together in this weird way and then like build a whole system around that and like that seems to be the way that a lot of the conflict happens in Jojo
1: oh yeah <laughs> yes exactly and
2: Araki really does just have this um, this great like lack of, of fear I feel like when he's writing it doesn't really matter if it doesn't make sense, because it's usually weirdly compelling.
0: Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's fair.
2: Yeah, like there's so many examples. I can't even like think of one off the top of my head. But there are also moments where Rocky very clearly
1: retcons mid series, and I love it. I think it's hilarious. He tried in part eight, and it just did not work. When Rocky was like trying to play in a <laughs> <laughs> Because he just forgot about a lot of the things he tried seeding, and so (laughs) I was like, why did you bother seeding these plot ideas when you just legitimately never resolve them?
0: Wow, it's such, yeah, it's like a subversion of, of the genre, too. Like, as a reader, you kind of know the general form, especially you guys after doing, like, Shonen Flop for so long. You kind of see the, like trends and the patterns and how the plot line usually goes and like chapter two is usually like this for a new manga or whatever but uh yeah jojo's doesn't always follow the rules it seems it's just a lot of rolling the dice and like random plot points are uh super important and other ones might be completely irrelevant but they are treated the same in the moment it is whatever
2: iraqi thinks will be um like the best direction For the series to be moving forward even if it contradicts what he had previously just set up like he doesn't (laughs) care he'll just completely erase like a ton of build-up completely discard a very clear uh like chekhov's gun that he set up earlier in the series just and if i'm giving him credit and i think he deserves credit i think that iraqi is very good at sensing when when he does not have a good conclusion for a storyline and his instinct Mm. is to just abandon the storyline and work on something that he thinks is better and sometimes that really works for him and sometimes
1: you end up with part six after when he tried to do that with part five
2: i mean i would would argue that's part five that's all of part five (laughs) just a rocky getting bored (laughs) part five (laughs) is
1: just a colossal waste of everyone's time yeah it really was but it did give us the best character in the series. Who's that? Doppio, <laughs> the dude who complains about Venice.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, that guy, that huh. guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> White album, right? Fair yeah. enough.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, speaking. of... Yeah, his, his power is just called White Album. Yeah. Uh, the names
0: are so goofy. Like, I mean, even ignoring like the copyright-friendly versions of like like alternative names that are like. Not gonna Those get... are funnier sometimes. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's true. But just like the oddball like mix of music references it's just crazy. There's so many of them too.
2: And what I like about it is that um I feel like I know Iraqi on some level after hmm. reading all of all of his series. If for no other reason than I know the kind of music he likes. Like it's a very eclectic taste. Yeah, he probably likes Boys to Men because he named a character Boys to Men. That's strange. Cool.
0: It is so strange and so diverse too and like it's not like the name is just like clearly the inspiration for the character or something. It just kind of not seems like, uh, eh, we got to throw a name on this person and we like this band, so boom.
2: I think sometimes he takes some um, inspiration from the name like what the actual words mean like i think mm-hmm. king yeah. crimson probably inspired the design for king crimson sure. but nothing about the band inspired the design for king crimson.
0: right yeah totally <laughs> Let's try to imagine what it would be like to walk into the world of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Like, if this was a theme park, like a physical thing that humans can walk into, I mean, that's just a wild idea, first of all. But, like, what kinds of things would you want to put in there?
2: Can I just say, first of all, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure already sounds like a theme park.
1: Yes. Yes. There also was a Jojo's Bizarre Adventure theme park in Part 3, Jordan. Do you remember that? Oh, there was! is it themed to jojo's content um, so there was a character called Ponilith who had a of land as a theme park that he it was like his dream to create it so uh, i guess we're done with the episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that episode yeah there you easy. go yeah
0: <laughs> but yeah it does it does seem like a theme park like just imagining what this would be like it feels like a thing that would be at like um, jump world or whatever it's called in tokyo like the cafe and like all those things like they've got a lot of one piece stuff where they did recently um it's just such a colorful thing and you can just kind of picture what it would be like to walk by a lot of this stuff some of it so much of it is character driven um but yeah there's like iconic locations and stuff and vehicles and all kinds of stuff really but like there's just so many characters that would be cool to just like walk around and kind of experience i don't know if they're like walk around characters or they're there's roller coasters based on like specific JoJo's or JoBros or whatever, or if it's um something more than that. Like, are they quest givers in a role playing game thing? I got it.
1: Gyro's Wild Spin. <laughs> That's pretty good. I actually think the Highway Star Motorcycle Racing would be pretty fun. Yeah. That could be like a motorcycle track.
0: <laughs> right. And then they can have like a jump at like the end where the whole thing like breaks apart underneath you. That kind of thing. Yeah, that's like the end of the ride, and then it reassembles on. Yeah, that sounds super cool. When you were describing <laughs> that, I'm like, wow, that sounds like an amazing. I was picturing like a live action, like a Matrix style uh, animation of that. It could be so cool. It kind of,
2: yeah. kind of is
1: actually. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, maybe maybe it would be fun to go just like part one through eight and f- think of like what a ride for each part. Two. I like that. I like that's that. a great idea.
2: Let's just go one to eight. May as well, right? Yeah, so, uh, part one. Let's see, so we'll, let's break down part one, because it's it's, ki- it's kind of weirdly forgettable. Yeah.
1: It's the parking garage. Because <laughs> it's kind of bland. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, no, it's, it's like,
2: no, it would be, uh, you know, in Disney World, they have, like, the enchanted castle, it would just be, like, like, George's big mansion. And that's, yep. like, the entrance to the park.
0: Yeah, and you could walk by scenes of... um, Because, like, his he, like, raises his sons there. Aren't they, like, homeschooled or something? Like, I've I've seen, like, clips of them, like, in kind of a school-type setting with George as, like, the teacher. You could walk by those kinds of scenes, like some kind of background storytelling things of scenes that happen within that mansion. They're rich,
2: fancy lads in England. They get (laughs) taught by their rich, fancy dad to be those lads, and he gets upset. That's uh, mm-hmm. and dogs die there should be dog corpses littering the street
1: yeah that's
0: a great idea yeah everyone loves that at theme parks
1: yeah Jordan's literally been on a JoJo podcast called dogs must die that's about how Araki just loves killing dogs in the it's series. it's so weird <laughs> wow.
2: like, like the first time somebody pointed it out to me I was like that's ridiculous and then I went back to watch JoJo and now it's like all you notice wow. cause it happens so much as soon as someone points it out to you
0: you see a dog and then when the dog doesn't die it's like oh my god <laughs> oh man. That makes you appreciate uh what you get when you see a dog on the street who's actually alive.
2: Yeah, I agree. Oh. <laughs> uh, so Oh, but, but part 1 also has a lot of stuff to do with Haman involving uh Zeppelin. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Or Ripple. Um, Ripple,
2: you're right, you're right. It is Ripple in part 1.
1: Part 1 could be like the adult part where they like get go to be like away from their kids and there's like a yoga place they can get a <laughs> massage. Yeah, you know, because that's what Ripple was about—breathing exercises and being harmonious it, with your body. It's like Tai Chi or something.
2: It's the spa. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's all like most. Um, yeah, it's all based on like you know um, Eastern medicine and uh, martial arts and stuff like that, and that kind of philosophy. Yeah. Uh, and then that power system is discarded after part two. So,
1: technically, it shows up like four times in part three.
2: It's sort and it's sort of possibly referenced in part seven. But we don't know. It's a, that's more of a Man- fan
1: theory. So what are we saying? So, f- so for part one, what, what, what are we going with? It's A mansion and a spa.
2: <laughs> the best theme park so far. We got a spa and dead dogs everywhere. <laughs>
1: all right what do we got so part two is battle tendency i think this would be the straight up arcade hmm. you know this is where it's like not like it's like you know like where you have like those 3d games you got vr games you just got traditional coin-ops i think that's what part two because you know that uh joseph if he wasn't born in like 1930 he would just be at the arcade 24 7
2: yeah but i also i'm also thinking about how about that chariot race
1: that happens in part oh two, that's true you know? I wonder, hmm. but is that too similar to the motorcycle ride that we talked about for part four? Mm,
0: I don't, or if not you need necessarily. To have a coaster. Yeah, you could fit a coaster in here. That's a chariot it, theme, maybe. Wh- what if it's oh, like yeah. a
2: super fast uh, carousel, like a really fast, kind of actually <laughs> dangerous carousel? Like a maybe they shouldn't carousel? have it at the park. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's a cool like, idea. I've never yeah. seen that before.
1: That's JoJo, baby. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Woo. And there's just a giant set of clackers at the top oh that's what the turnstile is is you just threw, threw some clackers yeah
0: clackers
1: yeah so jojo um his like weapon was like two balls like the clackers you know like two like metallic balls on strings okay and that was like what he used hm. Uh, alright, well, part three We got Stardust Crusaders Okay,
2: okay, we're getting into the real JoJo Um,
1: yeah This is, the real JoJo starts here uh, yeah. I think this would be, like, a show You know, you'd, you'd have, like, the Joseph versus Dio fight as like, a, as, like, a As, like, a show you can watch Hmm Cause they could do, like, some cool, like, time stop stuff with, like, the lights and stuff And, like, all the, like, have it where, like, you could Suspend the actors in midair That sounds cool That'd be fun yeah, so I think that's what I would think would be, like, a stunt show.
0: Um, what does Dio look like at this point? in the 30s? Uh, Cool. Series. Dio he looks really
1: cool. He's super cool and very capital, all capital letters. Yeah. Oh, right. For legal reasons.
2: He's, uh, he's got, like, um, a lot of yellow, like, cloud strife hair. He's got some, Was it, green lipstick? Yeah, he's got green lipstick. It's a little jokery, um... He's got, like, a heart belt. Uh, oh, what if, David, what if you're, like, at one point riding on a tractor that Dio is throwing?
0: <laughs> Wait, Dio
2: throws a tractor? Dio, gu- Dio absolutely throws a tractor. That sounds awesome. <laughs> or if you're watching the Superior OVA, he throws an oil tanker.
0: <laughs> Whoa. I thought it was a road roller.
2: Uh. Well, no, it's a steamroller. It's a steamroller. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> that's an unexpected uh, thrill attraction. This is a steamroller. Yeah. Like, it <laughs> flipped. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we're going to get so,
0: more fun. So that's powers. part of the stunt show. Yeah. Um, that's pretty rad. Yeah. Yeah, what, what, if, uh, oh, what if... Oh, what
2: if it oh, looks like the road roller is going to fall on the audience, but then, like, Jotaro
1: catches it? That's pretty cool. That's fun. I was thinking, like, what if all the seats were little road rollers and then the (laughs) Dio actor comes into the audience and, like, takes someone out of their seat and takes it and throws it? Whoa. (laughs) Just one? One person per show gets chosen to have a
0: little bit of a thrill?
1: Yeah. Can you imagine that if he just comes in and throws, picks up your seat and throws it at the other actor? It would be
0: such a funny visual to see just, like, 400 people sitting on steamrollers watching a show. They each have their own separate one. (laughs) It's like the drive-in.
1: So, part... Uh, so we got so, alright, so part three is a stunt show. JoJo's stunt uh, show. Dio, it's the Dio versus uh, Joe's case stunt show. Love it. Stun- uh, stunt
2: Dust Crusaders. Oh, sure. <laughs> stunt Dust. That sounds
0: awesome.
1: <laughs> that sounds pretty rad. Yeah. I still drop in your cage. I'm still bound for my chains. It's a world stomping dead in your trucks. Let me show you how to break it out. Uh, all right, so part four, are we doing the Highway Star? Um, well, let's ride? talk
2: about it a little more.
1: Um, what does part four mean? You know, yeah. So part four is Diamond is Unbreakable.
2: It is a a return to the, or, or rather, it is a lowering of the stakes in that part. Part three was like they were fighting for the fate of like the whole world, kind of, because Dio was going to take over, and then part four, they're trying to stop a serial killer, basically.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Hmm. who is obsessed with yes hands. yes so maybe it's just kira's ha- house of hands <laughs> it's like a wax museum but it's only the hands of actors oh my god
0: that's awful i love it yeah that's it that's that's, that's okay it. there's <laughs> right, from zoolander david duchovny with the like glass uh, <laughs> thing like the hand model scene there, it's there's good. just uh there's one room with like a giant Mona
2: Lisa and like 3D hands sticking out, because he loves the Mona yeah. Lisa. that's. A,
1: that's a oh. and you can buy a Mona Lisa, but with the hands cut out of it. <laughs> God,
0: there are there are fingernails all over the floor. Oh God, yeah, that's another thing about Kira. Just when you were talking about hands and like yeah, creepy stuff, I was thinking about like a a fun house or something where there's just like hands poking out of the walls everywhere and you have to like brush past them and then like some of them move and you could it could be like a, a um one of those spooky houses what are those called haunted house style thing but it's more like a a creepy interactive art exhibit where things can uh just grab you there's just hands everywhere and i don't know i have never seen part four whatsoever but uh when you start talking about hands and the serial killer i saw some creepy imagery
2: well, Keir is a serial killer who has a fetish for hands and he cuts off people's, he cuts off women's hands. That's
0: a. Uh, oh, he, yeah. Uh, I've seen some footage of this. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
2: No, it, it doesn't get less gross or weird the more I explain it, which again, that's, that's Jojo. <laughs> that's Jojo. The deeper you go, the weirder it actually gets.
0: Mm hmm.
1: Yep. Man, part four is a great part. Yeah, though. it is. <laughs> All right. So we're so we are doing so officially final verdict. So what are we doing for part four?
2: I, let's go over the uh, the highway star thing again because I did kind of like that. What was what was the idea? It
1: sounded so cool. So I think I think the highway star would be a cool like uh like one of those like rides where you would just sit in like a motorcycle and like not quite like a roller coaster but one of those like kind of experience rides. You know like you know like you know what like the Winnie the Pooh ride or like you know like the Little Mermaid rides where you're like or the like the Thousand Leagues Under the Sea where you're like going through stuff
2: or, or like Pirates of the Caribbean.
1: Yeah, like Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. There we go. That's a yeah. cool idea. Because we already... Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I don't think we have a roller coaster yeah, yet. Yeah. Um, well... Oh, wait. We're was, gonna, part, part two was a carousel. Yeah, a but part... I,
2: I th- feel like part seven will be a good option for a roller coaster.
1: Yeah, that's true. Oh, I thought part seven was going to be like a teacup ride because you were all about the spinning.
2: <laughs> we'll get mm. to it. We'll, we'll get there soon. Um. All right. Yeah, so... Now, so, yeah, I I like the Highway Star fight. So, Mm -hmm. let's do that.
1: Okay. Uh, Yeah, it sounds
0: super cool. And you could have a part where the the motorcycles kind of go through areas. Like, you can have stuff in the background, basically, that are, like, a bunch of JoJo's locations or references or characters. uh, Because if it's going to be, like, a whole roller coaster, we don't want to just have, like, the climax part of, like, the motorcycle breaking into a bunch of pieces and getting fixed. But, like, you could do some kind of... You know, lower thrill yeah. parts before that where you kind of just tour around the world a little bit
2: that's a that's a good yeah. thing for part uh, for part 4 because like the town itself is very much mm-hmm. part of the series yeah. so yeah
1: cool yeah so yeah it could be a tour town a tour morio ooh yeah that'd be cool and then it turns into the the, the highway star fight Yeah. sweet because that's literally how his power works is if you walk into his room he starts chasing you
2: yeah okay huh. yeah
1: that's my favorite one so far actually yeah, that's Sweet. a good one, and it's your favorite you part, it, David.
2: right? You did it. Yeah, we did it. Wow, we did it. Thank you. Yeah, I, right. I I will take full credit for this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think part five would be like the food court and just be like a little. Italy.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm down with that. Yeah, just get like actual like
1: genuine, authentic Italian food. I was gonna say Tokyo Disney actually Disney Sea when I was there, they actually have a recreation of Venice, like Venice Square. Ooh. So you could just do something like that. Cool. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah. All right. So part six. <laughs> How about a bunch of rides that aren't explained very well? Ooh, I was gonna go with an escape room.
0: <laughs> You could do an escape room that's not explained very well. Those are so yeah. frustrating. Yeah, yeah, I like it because uh, part six takes place in a prison. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Well, yeah, that's that's fodder for escape rooms. I've been in a prison escape room before. It worked out. It's pretty cool. And yeah. then when you and then yeah. when you
2: get to the end of it, the entire uh, previous section of the uh, of the amusement park you were at just gets demolished.
1: Yep. Yeah. And, like, they keep talking about, like, how uh, important, like, part five is and how, like, it really matters, but then it never shows up. Aw, bummer. Aw. Yeah, so in part six, there's... So the main character of part five is the son of one of the main... Like, of Dio's son is the the main character of part five. Hmm. And in part six, they talk about Dio's children, and guess who never shows up?
2: The fact that he's literally Dio's son, which should be incredibly important... And like right. monumental, it never matters once in the entire series. It it has absolutely no relevance to anything that actually happens in part five. Like, huh. there might yeah. be one thing, but like, other than that, it, he may as well not be Dio's son at all. I mean, that's Iraqi so though, dumb. I guess,
0: right? It's like if yeah. he had made Star Wars, he's like, you know, Darth's Luke's father, but who cares? Like, let's just move on to other things. Like, let's drop that plot line. The the other
2: thing, um, well, the thing that Iraqi does a lot, which I think is hilarious, is there are points in the in the series where you just realize, oh, you just don't want to write JoJo anymore.
0: You're just <laughs> you're just really sick of this, aren't you? Or like, yeah, he wants to switch series.
2: Yeah, that's why there's so many there are so many reboots in JoJo because of that. Like part mm-hmm. five, yep. you could just tell he does not want to deal with the baggage that he has just set up. He just wants to ignore
0: it for now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. <laughs> It does seem like, yeah, he switches genres all the time and yeah, it's compelling though. It's a good time. Yeah. It makes everything different. Like each, each series is really different than the last.
2: Oh yeah. I mean, uh, no one even like, like we're not even roping in the, uh, Twilight Zone series he did with Rohan.
1: Yeah that was a, yeah it was an interesting mini series but i think with uh, eight parts we might want to stick to the course no i agree i earth. agree i'm just
2: saying there's more
1: mm-hmm. yeah we could have we could have cool shock bt's fun I was just house gonna say
2: that yeah not the fun house but yeah
1: yeah <laughs> yeah just it'd be like a magic show or something um all right so part six so what are we ultimately going with for part six escape yeah, room right yeah. i think so all right seven still ball run jordan you said you had an idea for this let's hear it. oh
2: i'm thinking like um like that's where we have the roller coaster descent because the whole thing is like it's a race so that's true that works yeah so like you start out at the at the at the front or whatever at the start duh and that's that's the beginning of the race yeah i guess that's what they call it you do loops (laughs) you you spin a bunch of times it's very important you do a ton of spinning so that when you get to the end you you throw up and then at the end, you get there and you find Jesus's corpse.
1: Yep, that's true. Wow. that happen? Maybe maybe it's like uh, yeah, maybe it's like a challenge where during the... Actually, no, that'd be it. I was like, you can use your phone if you <laughs> can take a picture of all of them. I was like, yeah, let's not encourage people to have their phones out during a roller coaster. Yeah. Part eight is where the phones happen anyway.
0: There's already so many dead dogs and so much vomit. Like, you know, make it a little more dystopian.
1: Yeah, Disney World has hidden Mickeys instead. We have hidden dead yeah. dogs. Oh,
0: God, yeah, That's <laughs> oh, what man. it is. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And if you find one and, like, throw it into the incinerator, then
1: you get bonus points or something. Yeah. Exactly. They could actually burn their garbage, because part one, that's when one the dogs <laughs> dies in the incinerator. Yeah, I know. So they can just burn <laughs> the garbage. JoJo's brutal. brutal
0: towards dogs specifically. Are there any dog stands?
1: Yes. Uh yes, actually, one of the main characters of Part Three is a yeah. dog. Hmm. hmm. Guess what so happens? You, you'll find out. What? Well, now, I, I'm died? not gonna spoil it. I'm not gonna spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough.
2: Oh man. Uh, so Part Eight. Let's see, David, you're more familiar with Part Eight. Um.
1: So yeah. Um, I. Well, Part Eight is actually all about plants. So maybe it could be like a botanical garden. Hmm. That's cool. That'd be Classy. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could have, like, a nice, like, Japanese garden and then, like, a fruit grove.
0: Wow.
1: Very tasteful. Because that... The, yeah, because the the part is about magic fruit and the family he's... The main character stays with own, uh, is very rich because they own a fruit plantation. Oh,
2: you could have, like, a bunch of stones all, all over the botanical garden that are, like, shaped like people who are, like, trapped as rocks.
0: Well, there's the rock yeah. people. Yeah. Cool. So, would
1: that be, like, an interactive thing? Like, do the stone people move at all, or are they just, like, <laughs> Yeah, they're
2: animatronic. No, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I feel like someone is going to have, like, a heart attack and sue the park.
2: <laughs> if, look, there are, so many to- there are so many places on this park where someone could have a heart attack and die,
1: okay? That's true. I just remember, so back in the day, um, they used to have it where, I think it was at Universal Studios or wherever, there was Doctor Doom. And if you asked for his autograph, he would throw your notebook on the ground after he signed it. <laughs> wow. And people's like parents complained, so he couldn't do that anymore, but I thought that's super awesome it's that he used too to do that. Yeah, that's awesome. That
0: sucks that he can't do that anymore. Poor Dr. Doom. Uh but if someone yeah. does have a heart attack, there can be like a first aid station where they inject you with Dio's blood. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> and then uh That's actually how Joseph survives, remember? So yeah, it's a JoJo. <laughs>
2: and then and then Joe asks you, uh if you know who Weird Al Yankovic is. Is that a character on the show? That No, that happens in part three when Joseph comes what? back. When Joseph revives to make sure oh. that he isn't uh, Dio in disguise, he asks uh, he asks Joseph, hey, who wrote Eat It? And he's like, Alan, Alan Yankovic.
0: Weird Al Yankovic. You know, Weird Al uh, <laughs> tweeted that yeah, clip. Yeah, he did. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> How fun. Man. JoJo rules.
1: Uh <laughs> weird out Yankee Pick play at the opening. I was just gonna oh, say there yeah. should be like a
0: music stage where like any musician oh, who's referenced true. can <laughs>
1: <turn>. <laughs> If you're not suing us. God, I
0: right. I've, I've often thought what if you had like a big festival
2: with all the bands in JoJo? It would be like the weirdest Whoa. mix of artists ever. <laughs> you'd have like you'd have Wham next to Metallica. And then Biggie Biggie Smalls Smalls is there on the same stage as Lip Biscuit.
0: Uh, And Yo-Yo Ma. Yo-Yo
2: Ma is there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's like a thing that's like uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, but it's for bands and like musicians who have played in the same, uh, who have like opened for each other and all that stuff, like connecting bands together. This would like unlock the last missing piece where every single like mainstream band would be connected, I think,
1: after that tour. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder what our Bacon number is. I feel like, I wonder how close Tim Bat is mm, to... I don't know. Because he knows Rosemont so I feel like... Yeah. So I bet our Bacon number is like four or five. I mean, we're both from, like, uh, you know, the Philly area, and... He... Oh, yeah, his
2: his dad made Love Park. Yeah, his, uh, like, Kevin Bacon is a is, like, related to a ton of people in Philly, which is kind of why the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon thing took off so much. So, I mean, I'm Hmm. sure if we ask around our families or whatever, we'll find somebody who, like, met Kevin. Oh, I have one. Yeah, no, I already do. (laughs) Um, I went to school with a girl who was in The Woodsman starring Kevin Bacon. There we go. That's my Kevin Bacon number.
1: That's pretty close. Well, no, it's if you did it, you have to have done a project, so you need to have her on Shonen fly. Oh, I see. Well, yeah, it's just you have to be in a media production together.
2: Is that how that works?
1: Yeah. Oh. Your Kevin Bacon, your Bacon number is not two if you meet Kevin Bacon
2: oh i thought it was
1: what if you have a picture taken with kevin bacon that's a media Uh, production huh (laughs) if you had lots of pictures taken and then released it with audio and they're moving then yes it would (laughs) i'm getting my getting my
2: picture taken with bacon
0: yeah uh yeah i think my tombstone someday will say that like uh my mcelroy number is two because i did a podcast with brent black who did a podcast with travis McElroy, and i'm like a huge McElroy fan so it's like you know uh it's one I, of my uh crown of I, achievements i weirdly met brent black once like just just
2: wow bizarrely at a um at a convention or something it was at a like a philadelphia game design meetup and like i don't i went there and i was just talking to this guy and he was like oh yeah you know i'm a my name's Bren, I, I actually have a podcast with Travis McElroy, and I was I, at that time I was also big into the McElroys, and I was
1: actually listening to that podcast.
0: Whoa!
1: Yeah, we uh, actually we are also two degrees because Tim Batt did a show with the McElroys. He does a yearly oh, show yeah. with them. Yeah, right. yeah, and then they didn't show up this year. Oh, they didn't. <laughs> Oops. No, yeah, you can go check it out. They're like Tim is like really, really pissed. that sucks. Oh no, they Aww. just. They just completely no showed the recording. Oh, that sucks. That sucks. Right? We should have been. Dang. We totally would have showed up, Tim.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. He should reached out. Hey, guys, I got a last minute adjustment here.
2: We should reach out and say,
0: "Dude, we'll rot. We will watch Paul Blart Mall Cop Two with you." Yeah. Wait, are you saying that till death to us Blart? Twenty twenty one is not happening. That's so sad. It better happen. I've been I've been following that show for years. So have I. <laughs> I've been so
2: list- Yeah.
0: I was actually going to watch it this year. I've never seen it, but I've listened to that podcast every year. Um but I was actually going to watch it this year. Maybe, maybe oh, not now. Man, that's sad. Hmm. That's really sad. <laughs> uh what else do we need to put in this theme park? We kind of covered all of the eight parts of JoJo. What else from that like world would make for an interesting thing? Like do you want to have the mansion as, like, the main logo or is there, like, a location with, like, a really iconic silhouette that we should use as the, like, magic castle-y thing?
2: Hmm. Yeah, the thing about JoJo is, like, the thing that uh, persists throughout each uh, each series is more or less the, the overall style, more so than, like, yep. actual physical locations or anything like that. Like, I mean, it, it takes place... Uh, each JoJo part takes place in a completely different setting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it'll be more like um, a tour around the world kind of thing. Like, it's not representing one physical location at all. It's just representing a bunch of different ones <laughs> There should go There should be at one point a... Um... Like just
2: like a big display in like a prominent location that just shows satellite feed of cars continu- continuing to hurdle through the uh, universe expanse. Because huh? in, in part two, the bad guy, instead of getting killed, becomes immortal but gets shot into space and just keeps on floating for all eternity until the way that it's written,
1: which haunts me to this day, it's which is not canon. It's not? George Joestar is 100% not canon, bro.
2: No, I'm not talking about George Joestar at all. I'm talking about cars.
1: Yeah, the 21 cars on Mars. That's not what I was
2: going to say. I don't know about that. Oh, what are you saying? No, about, I was then? saying in the it says eventually cars stopped thinking, which is just like the Whoa. way that's phrased just like horrifying. But yeah, so like a, a continual feed of where he is at the current
0: moment just on a big display somewhere in the park. When you were saying cars, I was picturing just a bunch of automobiles. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> yeah, it's spelled
1: K-A-R-S. Depending on
2: your translation. Yeah, it's yes, for see. legal it reasons. It
1: is
0: the 80s band
2: cars.
1: Okay, okay. Yep. And then, because his, uh, his uh, compatriots, Wham and ACDC. Yeah. What I was referencing is there's is a story called The Tale of George Joestar, which is about um, Joseph's t- father. And so apparently it's about this crazy timeline where cars eventually floated to Mars and there's like a bunch of time loops and like cars is too powerful to be removed from like time loops. So they just keep adding more cars to the times time system. So there's like 27 (laughs) cars on Mars and it's just the craziest thing you'll ever read. I did not know about that. That sounds incredible. Yeah. So it's absolutely insane. That rules. I love that. It
0: sounds bizarre. Uh, now yeah. that's weird oh i literally oh. i literally wasn't thinking that oh, yeah.
2: yeah there's a lot of times i'll be talking about jojo and the only word i can use to describe it is bizarre and like i'm not i'm not trying to make a pun right. I, I literally there. wasn't thinking of yeah. the name yeah it's just <laughs> he really picked a good word to describe it like yeah, yeah. it just is bizarre you did a good job iraqi yeah mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Um, let's see. So if you were to go to this theme park, is there something you'd want to like, I for sure have to see this. Like, I need to go get a picture with this person. Like, is there a specific thing that like would really make your heart happy as a part guest to go to?
1: I'd want to go see the face actor for old, for, uh, part three, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> that like uh robot looking thing.
0: I have no clue who this is. I've just seen clips of it, but his face seems to be like a comic book or he's like a robot or something. His face is like peeled off. Yeah. That guy looks oh, really Nazi. cool. Oh,
2: the, the Nazi. What? You mean. No, it's like a kid, I think. Oh, no, never mind. Oh. oh. I'm not sure
1: oh. you're talking about that. Oh, I know what you're yeah. talking You're talking about part four of Heaven's Door. So this dude has it where he can turn anyone into a comic book and just read them. Yeah. yeah.
2: And that's a Rocky self insert. Yep. So actually, I would like right. to go. Actually, yeah, I would like to go and meet Rohan.
1: Oh, Rohan would do the Dr. Doom thing where he would <laughs> yes. sign your character book and then throw oh, it on the absolutely.
0: ground. Oh,
2: absolutely. And then he cool. would like write something on your face. He, he would sign his autograph on your face. That's what he would do. I'm also imagining that, like, the stamp you get when you walk in to the park, they actually stamp the back of your neck with a star. That's cool. I was
1: thinking that you could get, like, you could get, like, arrows that you could, like, like that would, like, attach to you and it would look Ooh. like you got impaled by the arrow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I like that. I like, like those that, things,
0: yeah. the little headband thing where the arrow's going through, but it's, like, yeah, it gives you stand power. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a stand arrow.
0: <laughs> That's a cool idea. That'd be a neat, like, little souvenir to buy. Like,
1: even the, like, broken heads of those things. Yeah. That's pretty cool. We can call the theme park Jojo Land, which is the name of part nine. Is that actually what oh, it's going to cool. be called? Yeah, yeah, that's what part nine is going to be called. That's
0: awesome. I love that. Wow. <laughs> well, sweet. I think we did it. I think we designed Jojo Land. Um, yeah. So if the audience liked listening to you
1: guys, uh, where can they find you on the internet? They can find us at ShonenFlop.com or uh, wherever you get your podcast, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Patreon, YouTube. You can also find us on Twitter at ShonenFlopCast. And uh, thank you, though, so much for having us on the show. Sorry if I'm a little out of it. As I said, I forgot to have dinner before mm-hmm. the recording. Um, Jordan, am I, am I neglecting anything? No,
2: I, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah, you can find us on Twitter and wherever you get your podcasts. We're there. Uh, yeah, thanks for... Uh, Thanks for having us on. This was a lot of fun.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for being here. I, I'm a big fan of the podcast and uh, yeah, I appreciate well, you, you guys. Yeah. And uh, I love the guests you have on the show. I actually, I stole one. Um, Victoria John was on. Oh yeah. She's uh, great. <laughs> Amusement parks. Like I I was yeah listening to your guys show and like trying to find more guests and uh, yeah, you have great guests on. How, what's your, uh, I'm just, it's a thing where not a ton of podcasts do that. Like a lot of people. The podcast is like the same two people or the same one person every time. But like, I feel like you get guests in so frequently. That's a, it's a pretty impressive thing as someone who goes through all of the process to find guests all the time. It's a lot of work and uh, it adds a lot to the show.
1: So I would say uh, it's really all thanks to Jordan. Jordan's <laughs> our, our guest uh, scheduler.
2: I cool. I listen to a lot of podcasts and like, uh, I, I have a decent idea about who I'm able to reach out to, but honestly, just. If you just email people, you just might get lucky. And then we, we, yeah. we I usually go through bursts where I'll just email a ton of people and book our schedule out, out like six months or something, and then just take a break. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> well, cool. Yeah, like um, we uh, we had Mother's Basement who has you know over a million followers on YouTube, and he was like, yeah, sure, I'll be on your show. How wild yeah, is that? He, was, he it was crazy. That's yeah, we just emailed him because we were like, I know you love Fujimoto, and we're gonna cover Fujimoto's one shot. And he was like, yeah, I'll be on your show. And it was Amazing. Yeah, Tim Bat. That was insane. Yeah, or Tim Bat. And emailed him. Yeah, and he was just like, <laughs> that's, yeah, sure. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, or uh, Upcoming Masako X. We just emailed him. You know, the dude who helped make Dragon Ball Z the approach series. And he was like, sure, I'll be on your show. Man,
0: that's why it's it. You just got to uh, email him. Midnight Cross, I realize, is not as huge of a, a persona. But, like, I've been following her for a long time. I was like, holy cow, like, that's really fun. Hey, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Oh, she's a she's an absolute sweetheart. I think she was our first international yeah, she guest. she is one of the sweetest guests we've ever had.
2: You
0: know, we even disagreed with her on that episode. And she
1: mm-hmm. was still just I know. a
2: pleasure to have on. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. It's weird to imagine that she would like something and you guys would dislike something. Like, just based on your characters. You'd never think about right it. Weird. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs>
1: That's so strange. Absolute. <laughs> never saw absolute that coming. Insanity. Oh, it's man. not
2: like i'm just a It's not like i'm just an inherently negative person or anything like that like no no no
0: <laughs>